Welcome to Blossoming Business with Emma Middleton, supporting women through the planning, setting up and running of their new business. So whether your business is just the seed of an idea or already established, join Emma as she shares her own experiences, gives you technical advice and tips, including the things to avoid, and chats to other women about their journeys of setting up successful businesses. Let's blossom together. Enjoy the episode. Hi, I'm Emma Middleton, founder of Emma Middleton Business Solutions, and welcome to episode number 24. My podcast this week is a little bit different, mainly because I'm going to talk about something that I've dabbled in, I've tried several times and absolutely loved, but I've really struggled to do on a routinely basis, and that's writing a journal. I've also done quite a lot of research into journal writing and the benefits of it. And I know through my own experiences that it can be really beneficial for lots of reasons. So today is the day that I'm going to start it again. It would be really easy to say that I'll start on the first of next month or I'll start when my new journal arrives. And while it is lovely to have a beautiful hardback book to write in every day, it isn't actually necessary and a notebook and a biro will do the job until the new notebook arrives. The benefit is all in the actual physical writing and the time that you have to do it. So just to go through a few of the benefits of journaling that I found through my own experience and also through the research that I've done. And the first one is the reducing of stress and overwhelm. There's that old saying that a problem shared is a problem halved. And although we are sharing our problem with a piece of paper and it's not another person, it's still taking that problem out of our head and putting it down on a piece of paper where quite often it either doesn't look quite as bad as we thought it did or in the time that we take to write it down, we've often started to work out possible solutions to the issue that we actually had. And although this podcast mainly for businesses These stresses or overwhelm can be either personal or business related. And if your head is full of stresses over your personal and family life, then this is taking up time and energy that you could be spending in your business. So there is really no need to separate the two. Journaling has also been proven to help improve our health and well-being. This is partially linked to the reduction of stress and overwhelm, which we've already talked about, but As part of journaling, we're also looking at the positives in our lives. And even on the worst days, we try and find things to be grateful for. And while the results from this will not be an instant fix, over a relatively short period of time, research has shown that journaling on a daily basis can help improve our health and well-being. Journaling also gives us the time and space to process our emotions How many times has something during the working day put us in a bad mood and we've kept hold of that all day and taken it into our evening and then our family have felt the brunt of it? Or the other way around, when we've had a nightmare in the morning because we forgot to pack the PE kits the night before or the alarm didn't go off and instead of dealing with those emotions at the time, we carry them with us all day, probably without even realising it. And it has an effect on both our mental and our physical health, as well as those around us. 
just spending a few minutes journaling has been acknowledged as a benefit to recognizing these emotions. And of course, once we recognize how it is we're feeling, we can then put things into place to either manage them or reduce them. For example, if you realize that the emotion that you're feeling is because you've been let down by a supplier, then perhaps you'll decide that your time and energy would be better spent talking to them or finding a new supplier rather than your current reaction, which is, of course, completely natural. I'm not suggesting that we shouldn't have these emotions. It's just that we can use them in a different way that is positive rather than negative. And the fourth thing is that you can work out what your next step is. Just like in the example I used, writing in a journal can help you work out what your next step is. Somehow, when we're so busy thinking about a problem or a solution, we can't move on to that next step to work out how we go forwards in a positive way because all of our time and our energy is being taken up about where we are presently. By writing it down, the next step is often becoming clearer. And sometimes I find that as I write down the problem, the solutions are popping into my mind and I end up making some notes in the margins that remind me of them once I've finished recording the initial problem because I've given my brain the space to think. Starting a journal is going to be a new habit. And if you've listened to my podcast in episode number 20, you'll have heard me talk about habits and how to develop new ones. I'm not going to repeat it all here. And if you haven't already listened, I definitely recommend it. But starting a new habit always requires some planning and some commitment. And this is always best done before we start. With journaling, the key decision is to decide when you're going to do it. By having a set time, especially initially, it means it's more likely to get done. But when that time is, it's completely personal choice. It might be that you decide to get up a few minutes earlier and journal for 10 minutes with a cup of tea before you start your day. Or it might be you do it after the school run when maybe the house is a bit quieter. I have in the past spent some time journaling at night in bed before I go to sleep and I have found it's a great time to think about the positives of the day and what I'm grateful for and also allows me to make a note of any concerns and worries from the day and anything that's on my mind for the next day so I can go to sleep feeling more relaxed and less anxious. As I said in the introduction, journaling is something I've struggled with but I'm getting better and these are my top tips to getting started and how I'm doing it. Not that I'm getting it right all the time, but hopefully by sharing a few ideas, it will help you. So the first one is to decide when you're going to do it. As I just talked about, deciding on the time to start is the first decision. I've recently started spending a few minutes of my working day on the journal. It's generally a time when the house is quiet and I can have a few minutes of thought to myself before I get started. And also, if you miss a day, it doesn't matter. It doesn't mean you need to completely reset and start again. Just leave that day and move on to the next because sometimes life just gets in the way. The second thing is where are you going to journal? Although I would quite like to be sat on the sofa or perhaps on my bed, I find that I actually journal quite well sat at my desk. I think it comes from the routine of getting home from the school run, getting a drink and heading straight to the office. So I've tried to work it in with my existing habits. 
It also means that it's always handy if I've written notes that I need for work and I can refer back to them during the day. The third tip is to always include at least three things that you're grateful for. Sometimes it is easier to think of these than others, but there are always three things that I can find to be grateful of. If I've had a particularly bad day, the first one is that I'm here and I'm able to write in a journal. I might follow that with the fact that I've got a roof over my head or that I've been able to build my own business to give me the freedom to choose my own hours. They don't have to be unique every day and they might just be the small things like I saw a beautiful sunset last night or I'm grateful that my husband made me a cup of tea this morning. Or one of my favourites is that we're all fed, we're all healthy and we all have a home to live in. And sometimes that's the best I can manage. The most important thing is that there are at least three. Keep it simple is my fourth tip, especially to start with. Just keep it simple and don't overthink it. Just take a few minutes every day, maybe just a couple and concentrate on how you are feeling. Making it overcomplicated and time consuming is unlikely to have the benefits that we're all looking for. And my fifth tip is to use journal prompts or to buy a printed journal. There are loads of different journals available on the market and they come ready printed with sections to fill in and prompts to get you started. I am a lover of stationery and over the years I have started and stopped journaling a few times. So I've tried a few different ones, but the one that really got me going and I'm using at the moment is the LSW Mind Notes and I'll pop a link to their website in the show notes. And they also have boxes of mind cards and these include great prompts to get you started and thinking about your day from a different perspective. And finally, while I recommend journaling is a great way to spend just a few minutes every day, it is not for everyone. There are lots of other things that we can also spend some time doing. And I have friends and colleagues who also recommend meditation or yoga, as well as simply walking or listening to music. They all have their benefits in their own ways. And it is important that we all find what works for us, our lives and our businesses. I meet lots of women who dream of setting up their own business, but are finding it difficult to navigate those first steps and often don't know where to start, what the priorities are or where to find the information they need. Sometimes it's a business in a completely new area that they're passionate about, or it might be a hobby they want to take professional. And sometimes they just think that their dream business is really only a dream and there is no chance of it becoming reality. I'm lucky enough to have worked with women in this situation. And while it's not always easy and they have to put in some hard work and hours, it has been a privilege to watch their businesses grow and flourish. And finally, if you like this podcast, then please hit subscribe and share it with just one friend who you think might find it interesting or useful.